Welcome back. Yeah, another week, another podcast. Number yeah. four today. What are we going to be talking about, Fucking Josh? Oath. Um, what are we going to be talking about yet? Well, <laughs> yeah. So today, we're going to be talking about diet and also training you know, and training too hard, you know? Yep. That's sick. Got a bit of news for us as well, I, I hear. Yeah, I have. Decided to kind of introduce a little news segment into an outlook. Yeah, I think it'd just be a great way just to add a little bit, you know, give a run A bit extra. A bit of extra substance to our yeah. podcast, you know? Why not? Fucking oath. So, but first, mate, as always, we're going to give a little rundown on what we've been up to and how we're going and mm-hmm. what the, I don't know, what, what life's been like. So, training-wise, yeah, how's it been going? So, past, well, this, for this past week, it's been, it's been quite a busy one. Mm-hmm. Again, finding the balance between study um, and exams and training has been really tough. Yeah. You know, I find, I would almost call this like that kind of cram Cram week. Cram week, yeah. That's right. So that in itself makes, like I found, I've definitely skipped a few training days. (laughs) Yeah, no, it sucks, man. (laughs) Um, And then when you skip those training days, you feel shit. Yeah. Which makes you, you know, you're going to study less effectively anyway. So it's just a cycle. That right. gets worse and worse. I don't know if you've experienced a similar kind of thing. I mean, I've I I don't like to skip sessions at all. Like if I will very rarely skip a session unless I'm sick. I I think or like something really bad has happened. I will go regardless to the gym. Like I just don't I don't like skipping it. Even if it's a shit session, I'd rather go and have a, a shit one. You know. Yeah, I know. Otherwise, <laughs> you just, that's a gaping hole left in you. you exactly. Know? Yeah. Um, uni-wise though, I think everyone's kind of hitting a bit of a bit of a study week. I think it's your last week of exams. I've got another week left after this, but I feel like everyone's kind of hitting that wall in uni. First semester's almost up. It's getting into winter. The clouds are hitting. You know, everyone's kind of just sick of it, eh? Yeah. So now I think it's really important, you know, to also make sure you're giving yourself time to reflect and to recover. Yeah. And I suppose going into the topic today, you know, dieting and training too hard, make sure you're not overworking yourself. Yeah, that's right. You know, keeping that balance. Giving yourself check. a little bit of, bit of, bit of room, hey, bit of leeway with your mental, mental health. And and also I think last thing is I'm making sure you know you've got things to look forward to. Mm. So booking, I know for us we've got a cheeky little holiday coming up. Yeah, mate. Which may mean fuck yeah, we're gonna have a really cool, um, overseas or well, not overseas, sorry. Interstate, Interstate podcast oh. in Queensland. Yeah, it's going to be back on the iPhone mics for that one if we end up doing that. I'm not bringing the fuck. I'm not bringing these mics yeah. in, the, like, in the suitcase. So yeah. hey, the quality may suffer a little bit, but I think, I think we have to do it. I, I think, think so. I think that'll be a sick. Maybe podcast maybe what we'll do is do a little vlog or something, mate. That'd be sick. Yes. Yeah, surely we get that happening. I a little a little video of the trip. There film you a go. bit of our own You've stuff. You've got two things to look forward oh, yeah. to now in the immediate future. Yeah. Anyone is. <laughs> Imagine that. If anyone's going to Cairns in the next couple of weeks, head us up. <laughs> yeah. Come on, take your day. We'll go out. Go out, go out the great, with you. Go, go out on the Great the Barrier Reef with you. Yes. Yeah. 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 Anyway, today we've got a video. Um, Anthony watched actually. Sent it through to me. I thought, oh, that's pretty good. From Greg Doucette. I don't know if anyone really knows who he is. Oh, he's a what a character. What a character, Doctor Greg. Hey, mm-hmm. YouTuber. Not a doctor, but he's a doctor <laughs> at the same time. Nah, he's like a. He, I don't know. I reckon he's just a bit of a reaction channel now. Hey, 
Basically. He used to do a bit more like of his own fitness stuff, but now it's just him talking about other people on YouTube, I suppose. He's definitely capitalizing on the attention he's getting. He makes videos back to back every day man yeah he is so onto it every single topic every fitness person he has a video the next day and i love i've got to say i love his passion and his energy he at least puts into his videos some people can't stand his voice which i mean i can understand he he can get a bit full on after a while um but hey i think at the end of the day he's got some really interesting information and facts to share i like i I honestly like his views on a lot of things i think he's just he's got it i i think he uh he definitely, yeah, capitalizes on his, on his style of shouting and shit. Yeah. But his older videos, you can see, he actually didn't used to shout. Yeah, I know. If you watch his old stuff, he, he used to be a bit more. Chilled. more yeah. But anyway, it's on Anthony Mantello. Yeah, similar name to myself. You know? And he's also our age. He's 19. Is he? You know? Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, that's right. Which, 19. And fucking hell. I was going to say, for, for this guy, for the physique he's obtained, I mean, a lot of it obviously has to do with genetics, mm. but even just looking at the conditioning, you know, and going into mm-hmm. today's topic of dieting, mm. it's pretty incredible, you know, he's we're talking yeah, well, well under... I didn't, I'd never heard of him until you sent me this video, yeah. to be quite honest, I don't really follow too much of, is he a YouTuber or is he just, is he a... An Instagram guy? Is he a... Yeah, well, he's, he's someone who's, he's fairly new to YouTube, I oh, think okay. he's been posting for the past year. He's right. obviously got... So, is it, so it's a fitness YouTube channel? Yeah, basically, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, well, I've got in here that he's 184 pounds. What does that come out to in kilos? Yeah. That'd be at least like 80 something at least. Yeah. So he's got a bit of weight on both Eight. of us for sure. Yeah, right? for and he's sure. like the tallest dude in the world. So you can tell he's got a lot of muscle yeah. in his frame. And um, he's gone into a competition, the bodybuilding competition, hey? Yeah, so I think as well, he would have just competed. So the results oh, that we have to yeah right he's up, yeah right, to be okay. seen like literally I think Sick. the past day or two, um, but also just before we go into the depths of that oh, video yeah. yeah of course I'd love to give a little quick news rundown so yeah. I've got a few things to be looking at firstly in the gym side of things uh, if anyone who knows or does bicep curls there's a thing called the strict curl mm. and there's been a new record that's been set it's by a guy called Leroy Walker. So he's curled 102.5 kilograms. So, I mean, that's, that's a strict curl as well. That's not it. That's like none of the back movement. Yeah. That's just like straight, straight arms to curled arms. Fuck that. So basically, yeah, what they have to do is they'll stand up against like a, a wall or a column. So your back's completely straight. And then, yeah, obviously no rocking and you just. Oh, that hurts. That hurts to think about, mate. So that's pretty incredible. I think the current world record is 113 kilograms. So he's, he's not too far off. Of the bi- of, of the bicep curl or? Yeah, for the strict oh, curl. Oh, for the strict curl. Is it yeah. 113? Oh, yeah, this is yeah. the American one. I see. I yeah, see. Yeah. And that's by a guy called Denis Siplenkov. But he's, he, you know. Sounds Russian. Man. Yeah, definitely yeah. sounds very Russian. Man. <laughs> Different breed, hey? Different, yeah. right? Um, another thing I wanted to mention... Um, if anyone who knows is another Aussie bodybuilder icon, Callum Von Moga. Mm-hmm. And shame, he's actually, so he's... I've heard of him before. Yeah, no. He makes a lot of good content, but he's been off YouTube for a good while. Right. Uh, he's had these two pets, Rex and Baz, and they've both died. So he was talking about... Um, what, are they dogs or... No, so yeah, Rex is a dog and Baz is his little pet. It's like a... What do you call it? Like a little, <laughs> I don't remember the name. Hamster. No, <laughs> it's like a little lizard. Oh, a lizard. But, okay. but James, so these animals meant a lot to him, you know. Oh, so yeah, he's okay. 
Those stakes well, they both cold. died. Yeah, they both died oh, in the same that's month, rough, man. Geez. So he was off YouTube. He's off training, you know. Um, mm. But now he's back into full swing. So he's another great guy to check out. I don't know if yeah. anyone's heard the name. Calumble Moga. Yeah. And just another thing I wanted to mention was um, in terms of running, for any runners out there, there was a um, China Ultra Marathon last week. Now, I know ultra marathons something we would love to do at yeah, some point mate. in the future. Ultras. Well, an ultra marathon is anything more than a marathon for anyone that's yeah. unaware. So anything so over 42K. Anything over 42 yeah. is an ultra. So, very long. <laughs> yeah. And what happened? Yeah, I know. So, I think it was over 20 runners killed. So, Fuck. Yeah, I had like basically a severe weather thunderstorm in the Yellowstone Forest. It had like, yeah, hail, gale force winds, rain... I mean, we've done a few runs. Um, I think we've done a 10K under pretty hectic rain. Yeah, I think so. You come back with soggy shoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. We didn't get killed, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, that's pretty rough. Mm-hmm. Runners getting killed isn't a super common thing. Um, but, I mean, it does come with the territory of ultras. You're running through pretty crazy stuff for the most part, and it, you're putting your body under a lot of strain. And your dad, I know, does a lot. So maybe in yeah. a future episode, uh, we'll get him on we'll for get a podcast. On. Yeah, get him he on can for... enlighten us a little bit about the mindset. Yeah, the mindset and the mentality it takes to get through that. Yeah. And very last thing, I don't want to ramble on too long with the news. For anyone else who loves their beers out there, it Ooh. has been WA, WA Beer Week. Beer week. Yeah. yeah. Celebrating West Australian beers, oh, mate. Oh, it's killer. There's been heaps of stuff going on with that, I've seen. Um, I, I don't know if you checked it out, but there was a pub crawl on Saturday that went on, just like all different pubs around Perth was setting up, uh, you know, their own, it was like, a, it was, it was a DIY pub crawl, so you and your mates just go to different, different pubs and they're all there set up for that little pub crawl for WA Beer Week, celebrating all of the West Australian craft beers, I think, which is really sick. Yeah, I love that, I, th- I think, you know, we've got to promote our beers, you know, yeah. Um, and I mean, some of the events they've, they've done within this, there's one called the Draft Punk Beer Fest. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Is that at Colonial? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's sick, man. I know. I, I love it, man. And that's that's only some of them. They're doing like a, a fun run. They're called the Bridges to Beer. As a, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that's, that's sick. And the winner gets more beer as oh. well. So what better incentive to run? Oh, get an no. extra keg of beer. And then they're also doing things like a brewing challenge. This I thought was really cool. So they have like teams. And mm-hmm. basically, they give you all the ingredients, and you'll brew your own beer. So oh, you put in your own hops, yep. your own thing, and then they have a big tasting afterwards. Oh. And then the winner, you get to basically keep, keep all the you. beer you've made. Oh, that's sick. <laughs> so, I'd love that. Yeah, so that's still running, I believe, till um, this Sunday. This Sunday, the... I don't know what date that'll be. Off the top of my head, it'll be I think something like the 11th or 12th mm-hmm. of June. So, hey, if, if anyone's really interested, check that out. There's still a few events left. We might pop down, whatever happens. Yeah, might see what's going on on the weekend or later this week. Just got to get exams out of the way. Yeah, I know. One, one step at a time, huh? That's right. Anyway, back into Greg's video. Sorry, I kind of skipped your news segment a little bit there, mate. But we'll get back into into Anthony Mantello. Too lean. Yeah, so I think a big thing to talk about here, of course, um, following under training too hard, especially diet you know dieting too dieting. hard you know too hard i mean we've never done contest prep either no, of us have we no. these guys go to a next level kind of dieting and mindset you know when we're talking about like anywhere near 
single body fat like five percent yeah you know, like it's a, it's a new territory for reference i think three percent is the the absolute minimum yeah, essential you need. body fat essential like you below three percent you're you're actually dying i think right. is the situation and your body knows it doesn't want to be near that level of body fat hey yeah I know. once you start once you start cutting down you end up you run into a myriad of problems hey i mean greg's talking about greg's talking about like natural competitors trying to become more like uh bodybuilders now you know like so people competing in men's physique like natural men's <laughs> physique are trying to look more like bodybuilders by that i mean they're trying to look as massive as possible rather than classic physique you know you're looking just like i don't know how would you explain classic they want yeah they want more of that let's let's call it that model kind of you think baywatch think of that physique where like most men aspire to yeah you know they want that small small waist big shoulders yeah big chest abs as well but now but now people more want to look like like the roided bodybuilders in a way you know like people are trying to get huge and then shred heaps more. It's getting a bit unrealistic now, yeah. hey. And and I thought a great way to bring this into is this whole idea of bigorexia, which is basically mm. like, um, for anyone who hasn't heard, you know, obviously anorexia is it's basically the opposite, you know. Um, there's never enough muscle. This idea that you want to keep getting bigger and better and yeah. stronger, and that you're never satisfied with the body you have. And yeah. I, so I suppose I don't know. Is it a question? Is that becoming a more prevalent issue with social media and with all these mass monsters and bodybuilders on stage? I, you are steroided. I up? think so, mate. I think I like the term bigger actually. I've never heard it until you mm, brought it it's up. A, it's hey, a clever one. Hey? It's a yeah. good one. I mean, I don't want to take anything away from anorexia. That's a real. It's a real problem. Mm-hmm. You know, like it can lead to a lot of health complications and shit. But the need to look bigger, I think, actually has kind of has has gotten pretty pretty bad with social media at least like uh you look on instagram and there's people claiming they're natural and they're clearly not natural you know yeah You've fake, got natties. <laughs> fake natties people that are just huge um huge and shredded at the same time and that's just that's not possible to be huge and shredded at the same time for most people i mean you can be big you can be shredded but you can't really do both yeah while you know enjoying life and being natural it was um, just on, on that note there was a really clever thing that i saw and it was basically a, like a triangle mm. you know and there's three elements in that uh, triangle yes. you know yeah yep. sure you tell me about that you know so you can be lean you can be strong and you can be natural <laughs> you get to pick two two yeah <laughs> that's you know, true that's the dilemma you know and everyone wants all three you know but it's 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 just and not realistic. That really, I think, has come from, you know, social media. Everyone said, like, back in the day, I guess there was models on, like, I don't know. What, what are they? Magazines and shit. And I guess you have, <laughs> yeah. like, actors and whatever who are genuinely not natural. Like, that. no way are most actors natural. The ones that get yeah. big and ripped for their shows or for their movies or whatever. But, like, social media, the, the rise of influencers who, I mean, some of them maybe are natural, man. Some of them might be big and strong and natural, but they also have insane genetics. Mm-hmm. Um, and they want to they wanna say, oh, look, you can do this. If you just do what I did, bang, you've got it. But I don't think that's, for the most part, realistic. And I think the problem is, because those actors, you know, they have the fame, they have the attention, mm. 
those are the physiques you get shown on like the dieting programs. Yeah. So you get this warped perspective of what's of what really possible. The ideal physique. And exactly what's really possible. You know, yeah. seeing the best few people in the world. And now every person, every kid wants to achieve this dream physique. Yeah, know? it's like they highlight the it's like they highlight the best anecdotes. You know, yeah, not yeah, not yeah. the most accurate ones, just the best ones. You know, the outliers, they they're the ones that get the attention, obviously. That's just how these things work, you know. You don't want to be showing the 50 60 70th percentile like of people you know the middle the average the most average people you don't want to be showing them going from you know kind of big to a kind of bigger you know you don't want to show them you don't want to show just an average looking person even if they do train heaps because they're not gonna they're not gonna be selling programs man they're not gonna be selling shit online the the people that sell stuff are the ones that look look insane and that's just really, you know, that's really not possible. The year-round stage physique is not obtainable for most natural, most natural people, or for, for all natural people. Going on stage and shit, man, that's, uh, that takes some commitment, hey? Mm-hmm. You're looking at X number of weeks, 12 to 24 weeks of dieting. And that last one, it's always that, it's the yo-yo effect, hey? It's the rebound. They will always, they dip down to such a low body fat. It's no way is it sustainable. And then they bump all the way back up. You know, they mm-hmm. start having... Yeah. After that peak week, you know, they have their refeed. They have the their refuel. refeed. But like, you, I mean, what are your experiences, mate? We've never gone on stage, but how far have we gone? Yeah, I mean, we have, we have discussed like the idea of one day. I, I think the problem is, yeah, I, I don't know if it's something I'd ever want to do. It yeah. is quite extreme. But I mean, I have dieted to nowhere near what Anthony Mattel has done, you know, at mm. 5%. I've maybe done closer to 10%. And, body fat. And yeah. I can tell you already my experience within that is, you know, it, it does get quite tough. You know, fatigue starts to set in, uh, even relationships with friends and family become a little bit more of a there's a a strain there's a strain on it for sure because things everything becomes a bit harder hey yeah when you when you're dieting or at a body fat where you're not happy everything is just that little bit more effort yep basically and the other thing you'll be really careful is you don't get too obsessive you know Mm. that's the thing you know you got to start looking in the mirror and you want to see these abs get you know more shredded each day yeah and of course I'm in the attempt to do so. It can start taking over every other thing. Oh, I don't want this beer. I don't want to go out. You don't Um, want to see family. Yeah, you don't want to hang out with your mates because you might be getting a little bit too many calories in a day. Mm -hmm. It does take a huge toll on on your social life for sure. Yeah, and I wanted to actually throw out an example here. You know, I think... Anthony Mantello, in dealing with his side effects, obviously he's he's not natural. He has taken, I think, some psalms as well. Mm -hmm. So it's quite young. But he's open about it and he's honest, right. which I think is, is great, you know? Keep that transparency. Candid about it, yeah, that's true. Um, but but yeah, I think what he's done is incredible. It's like like as shredded as, as he has got to have stayed. Seemingly, he seems pretty happy still. He's in a positive state of mind. Mm-hmm. But just to contrast that with another person, Brandon Harding, I just thought I'd chuck his name in here. He's another uh, fitness YouTuber. And guys, funny enough, also competing at the same time. So he's just in the competed. same event or no? Not the same event. So Different. Okay. Anthony Mantello is going for more of a classic physique, you know, yep. men's kind of yep. model look. Brandon is a going into more a bodybuilding show, and it's actually the first show that's going to have an audience from coronavirus. Oh, wow. So it's quite big. Wow. But um, just to contrast, yeah, see, he went on an even longer prep. So I think we're talking like sixteen weeks. Yeah. 
And um, but he did experience side effects because he dieted so hard that he was in that peak condition already two weeks out from his show. That's not good. Yeah. So I suppose that, that brings up the question, you know, uh, like over dieting, you know, the problem is now is, yeah, you get to this yo-yo effect. You know, he has to start eating more and then cutting down. It's not a nice position to be in if you're going to do a show like that, I don't think. Yeah. I mean, neither of us have done shows, obviously, but we both have, we want to diet down the classic, you know, get big in the winter, diet down for the summer. What happens if you end up dieting too early, man? You know, like he's gone two weeks out before before his show and he's starting to hit that yo-yo effect. Dieting too early or too often can also lead to a similar thing where, you know, you start getting obsessed or... I mean, for his show, he's obviously not getting... He's getting paid or, that mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's investing a lot of time and effort. But for natural people who just want to get beach lean going too early dieting in winter or at the end of summer you know you can get obsessed with it you can end up just lacking in the building aspects of your body yeah, you know you, you, you never end up getting bigger you just keep that fluctuating between small and small with a bit of fat and then small and small yeah. with a bit of fat you know and, and you become really scared to put on weight exactly. in some cases you know you, you're so used to this this physique you've molded and you know seeing your abs that yeah even changing your diet it, it can it's freak scary, people out yeah. you know that's the problem of it you yeah know? the yo-yoing effect hey yeah. where you go maybe maybe you might bulk i mean i've experienced that as well like getting lean and then going oh i don't want to lose my leanness but you have you man you, yeah you can't train like that the no whole year, you, know? you can't and i i agree with you know the idea of if you're very new to fitness i suppose or gymming or bodybuilding whatever you want to call it if you're new to that i think usually the best option is to cut down and get rid of the excess fat that you have going around because you'll be able to cut and make gains at the same time when you're fresh like man i I remember i could barely lift the bar on the on the bench when i started you know like Mm -hmm. i've got i had heaps of room for improvement and a lot of it was mental you know like just learning how to control it a bit better learning the form a bit better have heaps of room for improvement and you know you could lose a bit of body fat but i know when i started as well i was very skinny very like had had the runner's physique not much of anything except a bit of fat to hold on to for the long runs Mm -hmm. um and i think the best the best option usually for most people is to cut down and then bulk up a bit but you don't want to cut down and stay there man like you want to cut down so you have that room to bulk because when you bulk you're going to put on a bit of fat regardless you can't go straight muscle and i think that i think that's a common misconception as well of just you know putting only muscle on i that's i think that's been influenced by social media a lot i think um yeah just the internet really reckons well they put the idea in people's heads that you can just get abs you know or you can just get big without going through the motions of actually you know having to cut back down again yeah it it is a cycle man you do have to go up and down in your body weight but you can't do it all from staying ripped it doesn't work i think yeah it's really important for people to realize that that's just one of the sacrifices you have to make you know if you're gonna stay natural man yeah if you're gonna stay natural and if you really want to improve and be the best you can you know you, you know it's good to put on weight and actually 
focus, you know, not staying shredded all year round. Yeah. Increasing your calories. Um, you can't you can't keep dieting and getting yeah. big. Like yeah. you, you can't be you can't be sixty five kilos and look big. It's just not possible. Otherwise, you know, you're not going to improve in the long run. No. Or if you do, it's just going to be very slow. It's not going to be ideal. Slow, know, slow no enough that you'll lose motivation and you'll forget exactly. why you're doing yeah. it, I think. Yeah. You know, it just it's not worth it. I mean, and as well, because talking about Greg Dessert, because he was talking, he's basically saying, you know, Anthony Mantello, his approach was really good. You know, he, he dieted down to peak in that final week before the show. Mm-hmm. So... Again, he was a higher body fat a few weeks out, so he wasn't experiencing those side effects. Getting you know? those side effects, yeah. Um, and also, you, can, you know, you've got more energy into that last week. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you're only just dipping into that lower body fat, you can put more energy into your workouts. You can feel better. You can be more focused. Yeah. As versus to Brandon, you know, where he's, he's gotten ready a little bit too early. Um, it's going to be really hard for him to build muscle into the show. You know, at this point, he's just trying to barely maintain. He's just trying to... Just hold on to every they hold last on, bit that desperately he has. hold on yeah. to what he has, you know. So um, it's interesting, you know, which which because he wanted to be, I suppose, be shredded as as shredded as possible. So I suppose he did achieve that, and he has won. But I don't know which style of training was better. You can you can argue. Um, I don't know. I think they both have their pros and cons. Yeah, I mean, on a more broad sense, I definitely believe the slower diet is always better. I mean, I think it's pretty well known. You don't, you can't get super shredded in a very small amount of time without sacrificing heaps. And so I think Anthony Mantello obviously took the the more uh, reasonable, sensible, yeah, yeah, more sensible mm-hmm. approach, man. Yeah, you know? and because and you can see it for a fact. You know, Brandon he actually made a video as well addressing some of the side effects he was experiencing. You know, already what two was weeks out. And he had horrific ones, you know, not sleeping yep. at all. And mm. I think the one video he made is he went to bed at like 10 o'clock. He's up at 2, 3 a.m. Yeah. Back, back on the walker, the, the um, stair machine, because all he knows is cardio, you know. So he, he couldn't sleep or he yeah, just... Yeah, he couldn't yeah. sleep. And that's probably a combination of not just, um, you know, being super shredded as well, you know, PDs and probably the drugs he's on yep. contribute to that. But... I mean, that's, that's a pretty intense side effect to have, you know? Yeah. I mean, I've experienced that to a lesser degree, going through a cut, being able to not sleep. You wake up, going to bed hungry. I think oh. these guys must be doing it way, way, way worse than any yeah, of us no, could, yeah. could even imagine. But like, going to bed hungry is such a bad, it's such a bad feeling, you know, because you wake up and you're starving. You wake up in the middle of the night and you're just a hungry man. That mm. disrupts your sleep so much. And uh, I think, other than sleep, you know, your sex drive drops, your testosterone yeah. just goes plummets, goes, oh, you know, you turn into a, a hundred-year-old man. Yeah, there goes your masculinity. Hundred-year-old woman, mate, really. Mm-hmm. You just, and it's not just sex drive, testosterone is so important to just be happy. I know, no, seriously. Like, we can talk about how good you feel after a workout. When your testosterone is now spiked, Yeah, it's up, you know, you, you often talk about it, similar to the runner's high, you... You just feel this overwhelming sense of um, achievement in yourself. Yeah. And you feel like, you know, you're, you're satisfied in what you've done. For sure. You want to get more stuff done. For sure. And I mean, I think it's very different to the runner's high. Having having gone to the gym, I feel I feel great and empowered. After running, I feel yes, like that's a good great for that it, I've yeah. done, you know, I, I feel like that I've oiled my body, you know, the machine's gone real good. But 
after the gym, I feel like I have a lot more energy to for other things, hey? Mm-hmm. And um, being at a low body fat, you'll go to the gym and if you're dieting or whatever, you go to the gym, you won't feel that. You won't feel like you've had a good session. You won't feel empowered. You'll feel knackered. You'll feel mm-hmm. dead afterwards, hey? That's another side effect of just yeah. training at such a low body fat, prepping for contests, hey, dieting too focus. far. You just end up getting absolutely destroyed mentally man yeah i know in your sessions physically not yeah not what they used to be everything becomes way harder i remember saying you know like being super lean it gets hard to walk upstairs that's when you know you fucked something mm. up and to drag your ass yeah. around man. <laughs> and you and, feel like uh, your feet are sinking into the ground yeah and so like I think there's the idea that having less body fat is always more healthy. You know, you say people beach lean. That's a classic term. What, 12% you'd say beach lean? Where you've got abs. Yeah, yeah, basically a little bit of abs. A little bit of abs. Definition. Yeah, and you've got some muscle on you as well. Be- mm-hmm. Being beach lean, that's not that hard to maintain. But like, I wouldn't want to stay beach lean all year round because I still don't feel great. You know, things still do take a bit more effort. Yeah. You do have to be a bit more mindful of your calorie intake you can't have as many beers you can't have <laughs> as great food and your workouts aren't as good you know i think <clears throat> being at a higher body fat percentage for whether it be 15 or 18 percent i think is actually much better for me personally and just for most natural people just because mm-hmm. you end up getting all the benefits you feel so much better from just having more fat on you which is interesting hey i think you can go too far Mm-hmm. you can certainly go there's too far there's definitely both sides of the spectrum yeah though. but like I think it's really under underappreciated how how good having a bit more fat on you is you stay warmer and yeah I think as well you know we're designed to have more fat yeah. on us you know looking at you know we're not designed to be under 10% you know our body is basically physically dying in a sense to a mind degree or at least it's it's, it's in a state. survival not yeah. in a healthy mode you know yeah it's wanting a bit you, you always want a bit you're always hungrier when you're at a really low body fat because you're just not quite getting what you need to be growing hey mm-hmm. I know uh, when I'm dieting as well you've got to cut down your volume on your exercises heaps mm-hmm. what do you reckon yeah no like like I the biggest change is like, yeah not only cutting down volume cutting down weight cutting yeah. down like sets sometimes I'd even have to do like mental tricks to, to get myself to that extra extra rep you know mm. because it feels like you literally are lifting the world above your shoulders or above your arms, like doing bench oh. presses. You or got on your back left. if you're squatting, man. Yeah. Oh. And your legs start is there, shaking. Is Ooh. there anything worse than squatting heavy in a oh, massive so. deficit? <laughs> man. That is scary That's stuff. the worst. <laughs> and that's what separates the men from the boys. I'll tell you that much. I'll tell you that much, yeah. No, seriously, man. Yeah, for sure. Well... Um, one last thing I thought we could talk about as well. Um, for any like uh, young kids listening out there, getting into the gym, I have noticed I've been going to um Craigie Gym recently. A oh, lot yeah. of young kids being in the gym. I'm talking, we're talking 13, 14, 15. With you know, with their tank tops, their stringers on. So clearly, <laughs> they're getting big, mate. They're getting, they're getting into it. Um, do, what advice would you have to anyone, any youngsters just starting out with training? Um, maybe you've grown up with social media and these ideas of the yeah. perfect physique. Do you have any advice for Man, that? that's a good question, actually. That's a real good question, especially considering I'm doing teaching. That's something I should be yeah, thinking about. Yeah. Um, look, I think the most important piece of advice is 
just trust in yourself and train hard for yourself. Don't compare mm-hmm. yourself to other people. I think the comparison between you and some guy on Instagram or uh, whatever, like all your mates, that's the killer. And I've always believed, you know, believe in yourself. Try as hard as you can. Do the best you can. Maybe you won't be as good as mm-hmm. some people. Maybe you will be. Maybe you'll be great. Maybe you're, maybe you're super gifted with your with your genetics. But mm-hmm. like, just do the best you can do. And yeah, don't be don't obviously don't be a dickhead. But do the best you can do. Don't compare yourself. Social media is such a such a I don't know how to put it. It's a it's a sly it's a sly tool that gets in your head. And you can use it, and you can use it for motivation, but if you use it in the sense of comparison and, uh, I don't know, making making your goal physique someone else's physique, you're never going to get it. And what? it's never going to bring you satisfaction no, either. Ne- you know? no. You're never going to be happy with where you are if you're yeah. comparing to other people. I think that's great advice you've given me. Yeah, what do you reckon? Uh, Anything I, I think what you've said it? is, you've given a really good you know, overview. I think... Anything I would add is yeah, making sure, especially uh, just knowing, firstly, you know what type of physique you are. Some people have a really high metabolism, and it doesn't matter yeah. too much. But if you are someone you know is, you know, always been really skinny, versus someone who's maybe had a bigger, bit more fat, yeah. Um, you know, another thing to consider is is um just the way you approach eating and the calories you eat as well. Yeah. If someone's skinny, I think it's really important to be, if you haven't got any muscle on you, to be in a little bit of a surplus of your Definitely. calories. And that will allow you to train harder and will allow you to also... You, you can't be building. You've got nothing on you, yeah. you know? So... As well as that, man, people that start off with no muscle, obviously they need to put a bit of muscle and a bit of fat on, but people that start off with no muscle and a bit of fat, I think that's a common one, the skinny fat mm-hmm. problem. Yes, yeah, skinny fat. Most, yeah, no. I think <laughs> most people starting are actually, to a degree, skinny fat. They're, they have not much muscle and they don't have... And they have a bit of fat on them. A lot of them, I think, want to just get rid of the fat because they think, bang, I'll get rid of the fat. I want to see look. all this muscle, yeah, you know? But Where's the muscle? <laughs> man, that's a good one, you know? Like, I think if you go... If you get rid of... Obviously, getting rid of the fat's great. Do that for sure. But don't be scared to put on a bit of yeah, weight yeah. again. Because doing the cutting and bulking cycles, the first one that you do will never be... You'll never get where you thought you were going to get in the first one. You're yeah. never going to... It's not going to be, ah, oh, bulked up a little bit, cut down, ah, oh, bang, now I look like mm-hmm. I'm ready to go on stage. It takes years and it takes multiple attempts and every time you just get a bit closer. Exactly. I think it's really good to have realistic expectations yeah. for yourself, you know? Yeah, so if you reduce have, them. <laughs> exactly. Reduce your expectations. That's a great bit of advice. Reduce your expectations, train hard, eat well, and yeah. keep at it. Be consistent yeah. at it. Don't expect results quickly. But listen, if you do train hard, you keep consistent over time you, you get there 100 percent for sure yourself. and look the only way you'll get better is by trial and error i mean i wish there's a million things i wish i started doing earlier in my training career but you know i'm doing them now and i i've got a lot of that knowledge you know and if i'd started doing them earlier i'd be oblivious to it all if i had someone else telling me exactly what to do so being figuring it out is great you know starting just starting it and being consistent You'll get there in the end. We're all we're all gonna get there. Exactly, man. <laughs> That's important, you know. And you can learn from your mistakes. Yeah. You know, no one's gonna have perfect form, but give it a go, and eventually you only improve over time. Yeah, for sure.
Well, I think on that note, I think we've done we'll it. wrap it up, eh? Yeah, I think we've done a really good summary of everything. I think so. Um, I want to say, hopefully Anthony Montella does well on his show. Congrats to Brandon Harding, who just won his. Yeah. And, yeah, I think that's about everything for today. Hope you've enjoyed listening. Yeah. I mean, if anyone has made it this far, you've listened to the whole thing, well, that's sick. You're legends. Yeah. Cheers. You're fucking absolute legends. Um, But send us some ideas. Send me or Ant an idea on Facebook or whatever. Send us some ideas on something you think we should add or Yeah, we'd change. love to see advice. Yeah. yeah, we'd love a bit of feedback. It's been real fun. Yeah, it's been a great one. Wrap it All up, right. hey? Catch you, everyone. See ya.